Nice. Right, let's get started. So I'm EJ. I'm here with... I am Lizzie. <laughs> There's Lizzie. Uh, in, so in the previous episode with Ryan, with Ranyor, he mentioned a Mount Rushmore of Terra Mystica uh, and also looking and like a, a dream table of the best current players who are playing at the moment. And he has gone out and polled the public, um, put out some Google surveys, which hopefully folks have filled in. And now we're going to talk about those results. Um, so yeah, Lizzie's here. Where's Lizzie? The altar of prize giving. <laughs> I am right here, Lizzie the Llama. Um, EJ, when you say you hope people have filled it out, I, I, I hope that you know whether people have filled it out. Otherwise, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea. R Ryan just told us to, to come and talk. We don't know. Oh, so Ryan Rainier is going to be presenting these uh, the results. Well, here's the thing, Lizzie. We have a problem. He's not here. Maybe he's like counting the postal ballots or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's but watching the Olympics. Maybe he could be. He's otherwise engaged. So I don't know what we're going to have to do. Maybe you just, it just has to be you who decides who's on the Mount Rushmore of Terra Mystica. There's nothing else right. we can do, right? Well, I don't have the results. So I can just make it up. I mean, honestly, who cares what the people voted for? All that really matters is what I think, right? That is what mostly matters, is what you think. <laughs> you've, you've got to make good choices, though, because we actually have Super Charney. He's, he's in a remote location with a hammer and a chisel ready to carve this Mount Rushmore. So oh, whatever you say. I can't wait to see this. Okay. This is going to have to be good, then. Let's, like, cue the, the prize-giving music. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. The first thing or people or person that I think should be on the Mount Rushmore of Paramistica is, you have to hear me out on this one, Team USA from the International Clash. Now, you might be wondering why. Because, let's face it, they did place fourth. But <laughs> have you seen the picture of them in their boy band t-shirts? Uh... <laughs> That is the most iconic thing that I have ever seen. Honestly. It was truly brilliant. Something to behold. I mean, they're they're all look at it's like a nineties boy band CD. I mean they're all they've got these like dramatic, angsty poses, they're all wearing matching t shirts, they've got a little USA on them. I mean, they're they're looking like a bunch of hotties. Um and it's all of them in their t shirts on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, all of them. All seven of them. I mean, this is going to be a lot of work for Super Tharney. I'm sorry, Super, but you have to get the entire Team USA in their boy band t-shirt there. Because I've, I've never seen anything so iconic in the history of Terra Mystica. And that's what this is all about, right? The, the whole entire history of Terra Mystica. 
you, you can't do better than these seven men on Team USA in their boy band t-shirts. <laughs> nice. What's next? Okay. The next person that I think should be on the Mount Rushmore of Terra Mystica is me, Lizzie the Llama. Um, (laughs) So, again, you might be thinking, wait a minute, Lizzie has never participated in a Fire 2 Open tournament or the International Clash. She's never tried to qualify for them either. And I've actually never played on Snellman either. Um, Yeah, those are all things. (laughs) But who else participated in the casting for all six International Clash games. No one but me. Um, That is true. That's true. (laughs) I was the sideline reporter throughout the entire International Clash. Uh, I mean, no one else appeared as many times as I did throughout that tournament. So you must be, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Also, who else has made such a big, immediate controversial splash in the Terramistic community as, as I did when I posted the hottest players list. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're thinking about the history of Terramistic, can you, can you list anyone that made such a controversial uh, and popular post? You know, I'll, I'll be waiting. I know I can't, so yeah. But I get, yeah, can't argue, I guess. Can't argue. You know, maybe when Rainier gets here, he can he can argue with me on this one. Um, so, yeah. I mean, in my humble opinion, it should be me. Well, uh, yours is the only opinion that counts at the moment, so yeah. <laughs> uh, number three on the Mount Rushmore of Termistica would be Chris Bizzle. Um, and that's because the, of the Fire 2 Open tournament. I mean, how many new players has... Chris Bizzle brought to the table because of Fire 2 Open. Um, I don't know how many, you know, thousands of people have viewed it, how many of those people decided to join the community. But as far as I know, there's never been a Terramiska tournament, anything like Fire 2 Open. Sure, I mean, you have like the lame Snellman tournaments that are asynchronous. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> who really cares about the asynchronous tournament? <laughs> no one wants to watch that. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) sure, you have the arena seasons where someone comes out at number one. Again, you have to play hundreds of games just to get there. Again, nobody wants to watch that. It's not dramatic. It's not fun. So Fire 2 Open, that's what brings the drama. It brings the fun. It brings the viewers. It brings the new players. Chris Bizzle, number three on Mount Rushmore. I mean, obviously, I don't agree with you about Snellman and stuff. I think Bizzle has a fair... I think this is one that... Bizzle has a fair claim for. I'm behind you on this that Bizzle has a claim to be one of the contenders. So yeah, super super can get get chiseling away at that one. Very nice. <laughs> oh, so you're saying that, you know, me and Team USA don't count, but Bizzle does? Okay. I, I hear you. <laughs> That's not what I said, although it is what I implied. Uh okay, uh number four on the Mount Rushmore of Terra Mystica, glowing Zorus. Not <laughs> not Zorus, glowing Zorus. I mean Zorus himself, you know, he's good. He's a contender. But glowing Zorus just blows it out of the water. I mean, have you seen that picture of him where he's he's got this, like, halo of light surrounding him? Again, it's iconic. 
Okay, hold up. How how is Super Sardi gonna carve a glowing Zorus? Oh, he's here! Ranger! Stop the count! Stop the count! Stop the count, indeed! Ranger, you should have gotten here earlier! Yeah, apparently, we're on the glowing Zorus! Well, now, this changes everything. Super, stop, stop chiseling. Yeah. Do you have actual results, Ryan? I do have actual results. I've, I've pulled players. I've got about 30 respondents. The question was, what four players would you have as the most influential uh, kind of in the Terra Mystica history if they hadn't existed at all? Like, whose absence would we feel the most? Um, and I asked people to list their top four and mention anybody else, and I've uh, got some results. So... Uh, Let's hear the actual results. Well, well, as I say, do we want? I, I'm I'm going to go in reverse order here um, and leave mystery as to who's actually on. Uh, not that much mystery. You'll some of them you can guess, but uh, to be clear, we your picks were Snellman, Steve four nine six, Zavok, and Zoras. Right? Those were correct. Your picks the Those were my yes. picks. I. People did not wholly agree with me. I will go. I'll go that far. Which is the point of the exercise? It's a democratic exercise, Lizzie. I sure didn't agree with you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. Uh, so a couple of the people. I'm gonna just blitz through a couple of the people that were mentioned just a few times. Fruity Harris, uh, who organizes uh, a fire and ice ladder on Snellman. Pretty awesome. Ozymandias, a couple times TM Tour champion, had some nice strategies, has helped people out. Tepbep got a mention. I'm pretty sure that's mostly a joke, but he was a fun meme in the last Fire 2 tournaments with his first bid for Kears. CTK Shadow, uh, he wrote the kind of definitive guide on how to play Alchemists and is largely the mind behind how most of us play Alchemists nowadays with heavy coin conversions. Mm -hmm. George Shortwell uh, has a mention, uh, I think mostly for Water 2 memeness, but he uh, was listed. <laughs> uh, CS2376 Jr. got a couple mentions for helping form uh, kind of a community. He's helped kind of gather up a lot of Terra Mystica players and discussions. Gino has a couple mentions, I think largely as a Fire 2 champion. Mm -hmm. Gino, yeah. Yep. James Wolfpacker, designer of the uh, Merchants expansion, also fairly active on. Uh, BGG, and uh, a lot of people might not know it, but the auction system we use today on BGA was ultimately written and kind of codified by James Wolfpacker. So a little uh, history there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, further mentions of people that had a, just a couple uh, of people mentioning them. Andas, I think also largely a Fire 2 champion, strong player. Uh, I never quite know how to pronounce it. It's D-H-R-U-N, D-R-U-N, Drun. Uh, a couple-time TM Tour champion on Snowman. We got Logos, just a generically strong player, also high up in Snowman ranks. Same thing with Lumen. Both guys have been around. Lumen in particular was mentioned a few times for his all-player commentary and strategy videos. We got yeah. Sprockets, one of the strongest players uh, on Snowman. Many people mentioned Helgi and Jens, the designers. Uh, I'm also not sure I'm saying those names right, but... Uh, I ultimately decided I should have left the designers off. We obviously wouldn't have the game without them, and so I, we could certainly argue they should be on whatever we're making, but I think it makes sense to leave designers off and try to leave this list as only contributors. Uh, 
things that wouldn't have had to have happened. Uh, but yeah. Exactly. I feel like who, people who've made it, not obviously they made it what it is, but people who've made the game are kind of the people who've taken it and raised it up from more than the designers. But we are obviously indebted to the original designers for the game. Yes, exactly. That's how I felt. So now we start to get into the top like 10. Uh, these people had quite a few mentions. And uh, yeah, so the first is Doc Cool. He uh, helped write a series of strategy guides on BGG in the early day, took a lot of the early stats from Snellman and wrote out some opening statistics posts that are still highly referenced. And I, that's what a lot of people mentioned when listing him out. So that was pretty cool. Another name that got mentioned up quite a bit is Bajalitz. He is the guy that has created and made the TM Tour website. TM Tour is in its like nearly fifth. Well, it's in the season forty something. Like we're forty seasons in, which represents six or seven years of tournaments, and we still have a couple hundred players every season. It's the most like impressive long running board game tournament scene I know of. So certainly, mm. certainly a worthy addition there. Halai and Deep Finesse are the next two. Um, they both got quite a few mentions, I think largely for being strong players. I'm not necessarily aware of much strategy contributions from either of them, but just, I guess, the games they put into the meta and how they've shaped top-level play is important enough. This is where I will add in some editorial comments of, I'm not as impressed by that, but clearly a lot of the voters were. Uh, I personally think I'm a little more impressed by players that have spent some time writing out strategy thoughts and not just being merely great players. But the voters were a little more split on that front. That's fair. Yeah, okay. Interesting. All right. Now we're in the top seven. There are three names that were pretty close to getting chiseled on that are not going to make the cut. Any guesses on who is just short at this point? So we're still missing your four picks. My four picks are missing, yeah. We're missing Nerdcube. Lizzie hasn't been mentioned yet. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> you know what? I actually wonder if Chris Bizzle might actually be in the top seven. Yeah, Bizzle top seven. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Um, you are correct. Bizzle yes. ranks number five. He is just short of getting chiseled oh, on. Ah. He falls just short. Uh, but he was mentioned a lot, and I think rightfully so. Creating this whole Fire 2 tournament atmosphere, this podcast presumably wouldn't exist without him, etc. Uh, so I, I think he certainly has a claim, but uh, he'll have to go on the backside of the monument or <laughs> wait uh, his turn uh, for something else. Oh, I know someone else who hasn't been mentioned. Raniel. I have not. I am also just short. I am number six. Oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 me and Bizzle were a couple points short of popping off whoever's number four on the list. But yes, several people mentioned my streams and other BGG posts as uh, being helpful. To, and they enjoyed all that type of content. Uh, and they think I perhaps belonged. But uh, I don't. The, the democratic process has stopped me. Uh, the final person that did not make it on is Steve four nine six. Uh, he ranked number seven. Uh, I, for me personally, I still would easily include him. I think he's the most like influential strategy writer on Board Game Geek. I think he's helped a lot of players get better, but it's also he mostly helped me get better. A good forty percent of what I say is just what he taught me. So, 
Uh, uh, but yeah, now we're on to the top four. Uh, so the four names I think have all been mentioned and are fairly clear. The number four that just eked his way over me and Bizzle is Nerd Cube. Uh, Nerd Cube. Yeah, and uh, he's done a bit of streaming recently, which is nice. He has posted a bit on Board Game Geek, and I think he is primarily here, though, for just being the dominating force in Arena, playing lots of games, pushing the meta in certain aspects. Uh, but yeah, to me, he's a little more of this strong player that seems to be favored over uh, more of like the content creator side of things. And personally, I still think we would, regardless, have had very strong players without NerdCube's presence. I think missing the presence of like Bizzle would be a lot more noticeable on the TM community. But it's a democratic process. So I'll stop the editorializing and congratulate NerdCube <laughs> on being the first uh, bust Super Zardy's going to uh, carve out here. Yeah, congratulations, Eric. Uh, I think I had him in my four, I think. Yeah, and then the rest of them I think are pretty obvious because, again, they're the names I've listed, you've listed. Uh, number three was Snellman himself. I think it's crazy that he's not number one. Uh, without that early website and framework where there'd be a lot less games played, other players wouldn't even exist. Um, we would never have had TM Tour. We wouldn't have had a lot of stuff. Um, so... Uh, uh, with that said, a decent number of people did write in the comments that they weren't even sure they should list him either. They viewed him almost on the level of the designers themselves, where it's like not even conceivable to talk about the Terramistica world without his contribution. So mm -hmm. uh, I think that's entirely fair. And then the top two, pretty evenly split, was Zevok and Zorus. Legends both. Legends, yes. Zorus in particular is kind of the first Terra Mystica streamer. He's also made those strategy guides on YouTube. To me, he's a clear-cut, like, number one absolutely belongs for both content creation and strength of games. Zavok's case, a little shakier in my opinion. Uh, very strong player, also in the early BGG days. Definitely wrote some posts and commented on his games, but a little more just a dominating presence early on that helps lead people to get to be better through his own play over necessarily some content contributions but regardless awesome stuff thanks all for replying and yes our top four Zhevok, Zorus, pretty much tied and then Snellman, Nerdcube as number three and four. Oh man ah oh, yeah that's that is I like that you've gone through all of the other people as well because you know there's a top four, like you said, but everyone there, we're very grateful for all of those people and everything they've done. I agree. I, I was really happy that a couple people, like some of Doc Cool's contributions, I think mentioning some of James Wolfpack or Fruity Harris, a couple other, a lot of them, like you say, I, I think it was cool to remember a lot of the contributions from others too. So Rainier, uh, how many responses did you get? Like how many people participated in this poll? About 30. Uh, I got about 30 responses for both. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Nice one. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. And so the best current players list, um, I also have. The top four is probably not too surprising. This one broke into kind of tiers. So I'll blitz through the bottom tier, or the, t the players that got mentioned, but are a bit lower down. Uh, we have Tep Bep again. Also think that's mostly joking, but he was on the list. Uh, CS2376 Jr., Mike Chike, Matt the Lesser, Avocado, Jekyll, Astari, Simon B., and Raphael. 
all got uh, like one or two mentions. Um, oh, actually, sorry, two mentions was also Barnwell and Gino both had two mentions as well. So two fire two champions are are in that Gino and Astari. Yeah, are in yeah. this lower tier. Yeah, well, well uh, as we I would argue, <laughs> as I would argue, Fire Two Tournament, you often get a strong player, but I'm not convinced it actually identifies the strongest player all that well. Highly contentious subject. But you get I know, it, you I know. know. We've we've heard this before from you. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm I'm salty about things anyhow. Yeah, so we, we can we can we can go on over that. Uh, I guess also it's worth saying that. Ninja had not. I'm. I'm guessing Ninja is not on the list because Ninja, Ninja did not, not get a won. mention at all. Yeah, he hadn't won yet by the time people had responded. It, so. it was been like in the semi-finals or maybe even before that, maybe even the finals. So, all right, there were a couple people that were mentioned between three to five times, uh, and that included Andas, Logus, Sprockets, and Claybo. Uh, so quite a group uh, there. This represents. Uh, places seven through ten so these guys are top ten uh based on this survey nice. uh, so all of them strong players all have nice things to say about them there are six names remaining i'm guessing you could guess them if you'd like um do you want to guess lizzie if you got any guess yeah you and me ej we could try to guess uh i mean nerd cubes nerd cubes got to be on there he yeah, is in the top at. six yeah rainier i'm sure you're on there Yep. You are correct. Zoras. Um, yep. It's interesting because uh, these are the current players. These are yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So to clarify, this is pe- this is who people think are the, like the current best player on kind of just any of the BGA settings, not expansion factions, not expansion scoring, I guess, but all like map and landscape combinations. Ally. Uh, um, I heard Zoras. I heard Halai. All of that is correct. Uh, so deep finesse. That is the name, correct. So the top six, you guessed uh, perfectly. And so, yeah, I don't think that's a huge shock. I think the community as a whole views uh, that. So uh, the runner-ups, the people fifth and sixth, are Halai and myself. We got mentioned 10 times. There was rankings on this loosely, too. I tried to like assign weird point values. I'm probably number six. Halai is number five. Uh, in the people's rankings. In many of the comments, uh, people seem to love me to be a runner-up. Many of them did not think I would make top four, but I had by far the most mentions uh, for just barely missing the cut. Uh, Mm. So I don't know how to take that, everybody, but thanks nonetheless, (laughs) I guess. and then the two players that just barely uh, were over the edge of myself and Halai, Zorus came in at fourth, Zevok came in as third, and the top two of Deep Finesse and Nerd Cube are in a whole different stratosphere. Uh, they got almost like... They sucked up about 90% of the first place votes. They sucked up about 80% of the second place votes. Uh, they barely were mentioned in third, fourth, or as like nearly making the cut. So they are a clear consensus one and two. Uh, Deep Finesse got the edge over Nerd Cube in first place votes, though, and I'm guessing that's a decent bit based on the very recent Terra Mystica Tuesday League results. Personally, for my money, I still have Nerd Cube above. His uh, long run in Arena and just general rating has, I think, he's slightly better, but. 
The Terra Mystica Tuesday League is kind of the ultimate arena. You have lots of strong players playing a series of games, and I do think that is in many ways more telling than an arena season. So, regardless, mm. I think they're a very deserving top two. I think that's a very reasonable bet that that is who would win a tournament out of all these top players. Uh, and so, yeah, we got Deep Finesse, Nerd Cube, Zavok, Zorus as the top, Halai, and myself as the closest runner ups, and then rounding out top 10, Klebos, Brockets, Logos, and Andas. Very um, I guess this is the thing about this one is it's very it's it's a, it's a moment in time, isn't it? It's when that survey was out. Since then, Zavox had some awesome games. You've uh, had some good games as well, Ryan. And well, but very, very recently, I've slunk down. So, like, if you look at the ratings as of today, you know, I'm not even 600 rating right at the moment. Other people might move up. Ninja just completed his run through stuff. Chickens. Chickens has been near the top of Arena recently. Neither of those guys are even mentioned at all. So I agree. It's it's very much a snapshot in time. It's also a little based on real-time play, right? There's still some really strong async players that we're not considering or listing. Um, it makes but, me think maybe we yeah. should do like a, a player of the year award or something like at the end of a calendar year or a, a tournament year or something. We do like a... You, know. you, I was about to say, if you're going to kick that off, you got to, you got to start making a whole, we got to get an award ceremony. That's what you need. I'll work with you, but we got to get the Terra Mystica Oscars. We got to have an award for the coolest <laughs> town, you know, we got to have uh, awards for, yeah, best player, most improved, most improved, all sorts of things. Best water to grab. George Shortwell can present. Best be water to. Yeah. Oh, this is a thing. I like it. I might, I might think about that towards the end of the year. Um, yeah, because yeah, because it is a this best one is is a moment in time. But it's it's cool to, and I guess yeah, it's maybe not that surprising result. Deep Finesse and Ned Cube are both amazing humans slash whatever they are, robots, AIs. <laughs> It is hard to it's hard to know some days. So yeah, I, I think it's very understandable they're top two, but uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, watching I, this arena season right now is uh, quite a battle, and yeah, Zevok and others are shooting up. So we'll see. Uh, mm. We'll see how much that could shift people's opinions by the end. If Nerd Cube and Deep Finesse are an unshakable top two, who knows? But it was a fun little exercise to actually see what everybody thought. Um, I think for the best current players, my top table that I picked uh, was. Uh, very similar to that. Although I think I threw, I don't remember who I threw in, out in the top five. I'm not you, sure. I had yeah. deep finesse. I put ha I put Halai on the table over somebody, and I don't remember. So people would have to go back to the recording to know. But it looks like my uh, thoughts there largely lined up with the communities as well, though, which was good fun. So, so Rainier, you mentioned that there are some strong players that you think didn't get mentioned at all in the poll. Like, who else would you you know put up there? Uh, I mean, after some of the recent runs in play, and I do think both Ninja and Chickens have some arguments. Um, most of the top player base did get at least a mention, though, admittedly. Um, I don't know if there's anybody that actually else I'm immediately coming to mind is thinking got snubbed here. Maybe Mr. Fickles? Mm, yeah. Did George get mentioned? George Shortwell did not get mentioned. No, that's George's like pretty damn good. Yeah, Van Dasink. Yeah, yeah, that's. 
Of course, true. Well, and then there's quite a few async players that didn't get mentions, um, but that's fair because the question was aimed at live players. So there's some guys still that largely only play over on Snellman and are not part of the larger kind of BGA discourse. There's still a little bit of separation on some of those fronts. So um, that's a separate category at the Oscars. That's the best async, best live, best overall player. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So actually, like, yes, for example, actually, Lumen's been playing pretty well recently, too, and he did not get mentioned at all. I think the idea that Mike Chike or CS is better than Lumen is dubious at this point, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, again, Lumen maybe started his really good run after the server was posted. A little bit. Yeah, some of his some of his recent kind of peaking. Uh, another name that didn't get mentioned at all is Starman. Now that I'm looking through lists, uh, Starman's a former TM Tour champion. He put up a strong arena run a couple seasons ago. I think guys might be sleeping on him a little. Um, I don't know. I, there's guy. Uh, there's a whole category of like quite good players that haven't quite necessarily broken the top. So you got, I don't know, Mile Blast type Zitcobs. None of them got mentions. And there's all sorts of stuff as you go further down. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Oh, I'm going to stop, yeah. but I could keep coming up with names the more I'm looking at the list of top players. <laughs> yeah, and you do want to sort of you don't want to forget people in a way. Uh, yeah, I guess send me send me hate mail for if you've been left off and you think you're the best. Well, it's again, it was a democratic vote. You could have voted and put your own name in, uh, but <laughs> that's true. Why didn't I think of that? Oh, damn. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I I don't know who submitted things. To be fair, but I'm not. I suspect whoever listed avocado might be avocado. That's it's just. A <laughs> but maybe Deep Finesse just entered himself multiple times on. The <laughs> yeah, that could be too. I I don't know. I I I let the form responses just be. Uh, I'm pretty sure you could have submitted multiple times. People could have stuffed the ballot box without me knowing. Oh, this is the thing. This is why you had to make sure all of those postal votes were counted and checked. Yeah, I, I don't think Deep Finesse needs to stuff the ballot box. I think he's perfectly capable of winning this on on uh, well on merit. You, so I would. I think you. I think that's possibly right. But uh, for people who aren't aware, there's a bit of a kind of almost fan fiction about Deep Finesse and his printer, and I'm starting to wonder if his printer didn't send in a bunch of votes. Wait, what is what is this fan fiction about Deep Finesse's printer? Oh, oh, I I half thought it was another one of your uh, grand po posts, but uh, anybody that wants to go wander over onto Board Game Geek, there is a story of Peter and the printer, uh, and uh, somebody wrote up kind of this whole backstory about uh, how Deep Finesse got uh, told to play Terra Mystica by his printer and kind of like... It's a fun little romp and like a false backstory of how Deep Finesse came to be over the pandemic here. Wow. No, that was not me. I had not heard about that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's... who wrote this? <laughs> uh, T.M. Lewis. Uh, so C.S. Lewis, but T.M. Lewis. Uh, <laughs> it's a new profile that got created just to post that. So nobody knows who it is, which is why I uh, thought it might actually be you. Iconic. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, I, I think they're pulling a Lizzie though. That's what they did. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It, it was really fun. I was glad whoever did it, and I'm happy to have briefly blurbed it here. Uh, I'll have to make sure EJ has the link if he doesn't already know about it and can add it to his show notes for this. Yeah, yeah, I'll add it. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, cool. Very good. That was, that was fun to talk about. Any Anything else that you want to mention, either of you? No, I think this was a lot of fun. It was nice to hear the actual results. Um, obviously not, not as, not as good as mine, but, uh, <laughs> the, the, the statue would look better with a glowing Zorus, but, uh, we'll see what super could do. Uh, thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun to follow back up on this and thanks much to the community for indulging my whimsies here and actually responding. It was good fun. Mm. And thanks to everyone. Everybody contributes. Yeah. Uh, thank, thanks so much for everyone who voted. This has been a lot of fun, and I'll talk to you guys next time we get together or do this. I don't know. Yeah, next in the award season. We'll speak again. Yeah, EJ already signed himself up for more work for the uh, Terra Mystica Oscars. I don't, well, well, Terra Mystica Spades? I don't know. We'll come up with names. It's <laughs> fake. Yes, I like it. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. All right. Have a good day. Bye. G-H-O-S-T-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you're ghostly. Hey, hey, you're ghostly. <laughs> it gets more elaborate. I dread to think what, what you'll say next time I join. Been practicing that all day. Bit of Daphne and Celeste. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much. It's very appreciated. I see Supers here this time as well. Got the whole gang together. Yeah, I've got, I've got nothing else to do, so I just, you know, want to hang out with you guys. Ah, what's better to do? Listen to some British accents. <laughs> <laughs> so we have got a little bit of extra air and the semi-regular feature, Ghostly's Agenda Alcove. Yeah, so when you asked me to come on and do a calendar corner, I was worried that there wouldn't be enough content. And it turns out, well, I mean, I mean like F2O is, is taking a short break before the next tournament. Obviously the Tuesday night league is taking a break before September, but it turns out you just need to look for it. And it's, I just started making some notes and it's like, it's jam packed. My goodness. What have you got? Well, okay, I can rattle through some of it. Uh, first thing to say is I don't know if you, and I think you did watch Zoras' stream last night, but he, he was back streaming, which was, I mean, such a good side of, of Tuesday Night League not being on at the moment as we go back to the old school Zoras stream. And I'm hoping he'll keep that up. He tends to do it on a Tuesday. Um, but that was lovely. That was so nostalgic. Um, like harking back to a time when I knew nothing about Terra Mystica. So it was wonderful to see him playing. Um, and we also then have regular streams by Weber, as we all know, often on a Wednesday. He's got very fancy new overlay and graphics to like marketing graphics, which is, uh, which is very professional, very cool. So check that out too. And he does his open table streams. His open table this week is European Takeover. I'm very happy because it's a good time for Europeans. It's a 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern on Saturday, which means for us European people, it's 6 p.m. European time. And Bang. it's Bichigoa, Gino, Simon Bay. It's all the Europeans. Good times. Yeah, and I mean, Italy won the Euros. They won the high jump. Uh, they won the 100 meters. And they may well just win this open table as well. The cherry on the cake. 
Team Pursuit Cycling, they won this morning as well. There we go. Can't stop them. Um, next on my list is M Mind Sports Olympiad, which is a feast of board gaming. Literally, like, from the 13th to the 30th of August, all sorts of stuff. Obviously, we focus on Terra Mystica, which is on the 14th and 15th of August. On the 14th, you've got to be prepared to play three games in a row, definitely. And then on the 15th, if you make it through to the semis and the finals, you've got two games in a row to win. Um, last year, you might recognize some of these names. In first place was Halai, second place, Jinu, third place, Rania, and Bizzle and Lumen were also highly placed as well. Bossel was in fifth, and Lumen was also highly placed as well. So some household names. But anyone can register, right? You go on the website, which I'll link, and then on the 14th of August, Saturday, it's Terra Mystica three games all day. Yes. Um, kind of focused around European time, I guess, because it's held in Britain. But yeah, that'll be fun. And some folks, will, if you're not playing, some folks will be streaming, I'm sure. I'm not sure exactly who, but yeah, it'll be good fun. Good fun. And there's also Space Terra Mystica on the 28th, but we don't focus on that. But it is Space Terra Mystica, um, a.k.a. Gaia Project. And finally, I understand there's a mysterious tournament going on on Sunday the 8th which might be linked to some other people associated with this non-podcast, what? What? a mysterious group, <laughs> um, where, where some of the top names in Terra Mystica and Supersani, sorry, I mean four top <laughs> names in Terra Mystica, will be competing in a bullet tournament, uh, a kind of exhibition bullet tournament, uh, four games with a variety of kind of quirks uh, between each game. Um, to, to find out who is the top bullet player. Uh, TM Tour style points, but bonus points for speed, of course, because it's the bullet tournament. And I understand details will be posted around the place and people should check it out this Sunday the 8th. Yes, at I think 9pm uh, European time, which would be 3pm US time. That'll be fun. A fistful of dwellings, we're calling it. A fistful of dwellings. I love it. I've been practicing a little bit of my yeehaw Western accent for the stream. <laughs> nice. But I don't think I'm brave enough to do that live on Twitch. How's it going to be? Is it would it be everyone talking, or are you going to uh, have one person casting? Uh, I think it's um, super can confirm, but I believe it's yeah, all the folks. Um, which are which is super nerd cube or blurred cube, Hephaestos or Hephaestos, and Danny B or Danny Blitz are all going to be on the mic talking as they play. That's cool. How well they can talk while they're playing super quick. Yes. We'll, we'll see. They can make noises, though, right? Like of delight or frustration. <laughs> yeah, just shouting. <laughs> cool. Good fun. That's all I got for you. But actually, that's far more than I feared. Yeah, there's some fun stuff. I, I have a bit of extra air to talk about, uh, if you'll indulge me and listen to me blabber. Um, firstly, what, have you listened to the, the like draft edit of the Ranier Awards conversation? I assume not. I'm afraid not. As, as you know, I've just come off the back of like, one of the most intense months I've ever had at work. So 
Um, yeah. I have done very little. So, firstly, it, it was interesting to me. I was listening it today, listening to it today in the car, checking the edit, and we talked about Zavok, the fact that yes. he is on the Mount Rushmore of Terra Mystica as chosen by the public, and that he was also in uh, discussion for the strongest current player. And then it so happens that last night he got his 700 master ELO rating, which is very cool on BGA. 800 is coming. First ever 800 player. First ever 800. Hot take. The man himself. Uh, which is cool. Uh, yeah, like it was, it was really fun to see. And it sort of reflected a bit of what I was saying about how it's changing all the time, you know, like who's up there. But Deep Finesse is right behind him on the ELO, so it's all changing. So that was just something to note. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say is uh, in the conversation with Lizzie and Ryan, we talked about um, some like equivalent of the Oscars, some like community awards or something. And since talking about it, we have sort of been having a think and having a work about it. And so we've got some categories like we mentioned of like uh, player of the year and like most improved player and then coolest town of the year and best water two of the year and we will at some point later on maybe towards the end of the year kind of send out some surveys or something for some nominations and then we'll all vote and somehow give out the um the the awards working title the spadies although that might change uh, later on. So yeah, we, we, we might do some proper awards for a bit of fun for everyone. Love it. And yeah, I love working with you guys. So if, if you need any hand uh, or assistance in any of that, that sounds really fun. Yeah, I wanted to say like in general, um, oh, Super's in the chat is saying best meme. He wants to make sure that everyone is thinking of the best meme of the year. He just wants his Rainiosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say before we go that yeah, uh, you and you and Super Ghostly, you are not always on the and Lizzie, you're not all always on the microphone for these. But you've been very helpful with sorting stuff out and scheduling and ideas and all that kind of stuff. So um, gratitude to all of you who are involved. Well, love what you do. It's a complete pleasure. Oh, I see Super did say include my Rainiosaurus. I hadn't even read that. <laughs> if that wins best meme, I mean, what a joke. The, a mockery of the whole awards if that is the best meme of the year. That monstrosity. <laughs> oh, cool. Thank you. Um, All right. Thank you for your calendar update. Enjoy your tea and look forward to Sunday. Yeah. See you then, everyone. And good luck, Super. I'll be rooting for you. Super for the win. Super, 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 Johnny. <laughs>